Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. I'm truly excited today to welcome Brigitte Hufulet to the show. Brigitte is known as the most fast-tracked female trainer and retired lead coach of one of the largest self-development companies in the world. She is a highly respected strategic leader in the field of human behavior and communication. And I'm just really excited to have you here. Welcome to the show, Brigitte. Thank you, Fabi, for having me. I'm super excited as well to be on your show. Me too. So tell me in your own words, what it is that you do. (laughs) I help other people to listen. I love that. There, so there's a stigma around communication um, that people, you know, think they're great communicators, and some of them probably are. I myself was uh, made of the same cloth. I thought I was a great communicator, you know, studied communication, have a degree in it, and I realized I really wasn't uh, building my business. I wasn't a good communicator, and it started out with I wasn't a good listener. I was a good waiter. I, by, by, by waiter, I mean, not someone that brings you food to the table, but by waiter, I mean, someone that waited until it was my turn to spew my agenda onto the other person. That's not listening. That's waiting. I love that. And it's so, it's so interesting and powerful what you're bringing up and what you're saying, because I think that from my perspective and what I do, which is branding, brand strategy, messaging, That's the key, learning how to listen to what your audience wants and what they need and learning how to then communicate that back to them. Would you agree? Absolutely. I had a a potential client call me yesterday and she, I, I said, so what's in the way? What's between you and your next level of success? And she goes, well, I want to build relationships with people, but I don't want to be known as this um, salesy person. I don't want to be known as this, you know, almost like we, we all been on the phone with some of these people, you know, very sleazy kind of just buy my product, buy my service, just do it. And I said, well, are you that kind of person? And she goes, well, I don't know. I don't want to become that. And I said, well, that's what you focus on right now. So what is on the flip side of that? Like, what do, what do sleazy salespeople do And she answered and she says, well, they only talk about themselves. And I said, so when you build a relationship with someone, what is it that you want to do? And she goes, huh, well, I just want to listen to them. And by listening, I will find out what they need, what they want, what they desire. And then I can tell them, do I offer that or do I not offer that? And I'm like, boom, you just gave yourself the answer that you were looking for. I didn't even have to do anything. I love that. That's so good. I love it. Okay. So I want to hear the story. How did you, how did you get here? How, how did you become an expert at teaching others how to listen? (laughs) I sucked at it. (laughs) (laughs) That is what it is, right? I I think, you know, when we become our best uh, clients, Mm -hmm. well, first of all, we'd have to be, I had to be open to acknowledging that I wasn't good at it. 
Um, and, you know, coming from crossing cultures, and you can appreciate that, Fabi, crossing cultures from col one culture to another, coming from Germany to the US to build a business while having, you know, small children. I, our youngest was 18 months at the time. Our second child wasn't even born yet. I was building the business. And I thought, you know, I have two degrees. I have a, a degree in social pedagogy and education science. I have a degree in marketing and, and communications. I already know it. And that is the, I think that is the biggest piece um, that I am teaching. Because when we tell ourselves, I already know, or I know that, well, then all learning ceases and we don't get to learn more. We don't get to fine tune our own self. We don't get to then scale and grow with whatever we're doing. And I didn't, right? I was, I was at one point in building my business. I was literally pounding my head against the wall going, why, why do people around me not get it? Like they're all dummies. Why are they not getting it? <laughs> Until I was, and, and it, it, it got so painful to me, right? I lost, I lost um, over half a million dollars in just wow. you know, tuition money and, 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 and staff coming and going and me continuing to train. And all of that didn't just cost money, it cost my energy, it cost my right. time, it cost my expertise. And I finally had to take a step back and go, well, wait a minute, this ha keeps happening. And there's one common denominator here and that's me. And that was a, that was a very bitter pill to swallow. And thank God I was able to look in the mirror and go, well, hmm, what do you need to know? What do you need to continue to learn? And that's when I started, you know, with, I want to learn more on who am I and what can I do better? Because if we're not building, if I'm not building relationships with my staff, with my employees, with my clients, if I don't appreciate them, well, then I can have a great product or service, but yeah. it's not going to go anywhere. Mm -mm. Right. So that's when I started really to pour into myself, uh, become a better version of myself. And that's how I got kind of scouted from by the largest self-development company in the world. At that time, I've started building their coaching uh, program. And, you know, all of that sounds great. Um, it wasn't all that shiny at the time. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all that glamorous at the time, but it really helped me shape into the person that I am today. And, and Fabi, you know, I'll be really... Uh, I'll be really honest with you. My children were little at the time. My husband was building his business. It was, it was rough. And looking back, sometimes I just wish I could turn back the time and, and have that time that I missed with my family back. I will never get that time back and it hurts. You know, it's so funny, Regita. And I'm kind of going to get personal with you here because I am... It's so funny how the universe works and how we get and hear the things that we need to hear, right? Um, I'm preparing a launch that's going to happen next week. And as I was writing for it, I was talking to my coach on Friday and we were having this conversation, almost what we're talking about here. And there was a moment in my business where I felt a few years ago, like 
it was so frustrating, right? You're like, you're, I'm doing all the things, I'm taking all the action, I'm implementing, I'm hiring the coaches, I'm investing in ads, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything. Why are things not moving faster? And I knew within my heart that I was meant to succeed. And I had this internal contradiction constantly of feeling like, I wish I could just skip this part. I wish I could just go straight to the end. But I knew that me skipping this part meant that I was also going to skip my kids growing up because I have three little girls. And that constant pull and feeling like I want this to go faster, but I don't want them to grow up was always there present for me. And I kind of love what you're saying because I've always thought to myself, and even as I'm preparing the launch, this is part of the things I'm going to talk about. It's, you know, there's going to be a moment in your life when you're going to look back at this time and realize that this is the most important moment of your life. And and I, I, I don't know who I heard this from. I think it was like Alex Hormozy or somebody like randomly in a video. He said something like, you know, when you're 95 and you're about to die, you would give up the millions of dollars that you've made, like all of it, you would give it up in a heartbeat to be back at this moment right now where you're like in the hustle mode or building your business or whatever, right? To be more present. So I love so much what you said on more levels that you can imagine. And I feel it too. And I understand it. And I think that I feel like I'm like, this is your interview and I'm going to take over, but I need to add to this. <laughs> you know, I feel like what you just said is so important that we think it's about the doing and it's really about the being. And Boy. that's why you working on, and you get it because you're an expert at this, but that's why you working on yourself resulted in you probably building the success that you actually wanted in your business in a different way, right? Yes. And, and I'm glad that you brought it up and, and you framed it in that way. You know, my children are now, our youngest is graduating from high school in two weeks. Our oldest moved back to Munich. Um, and I now see everything that I have modeled for them mm -hmm. and the woman that they are and they're not taking no for an answer. So the tenacity, oh, wow. the drive, the, 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 the going for what they truly want and not allowing someone from the outside, put them in some sort of box or some, some sort of category. I'm happy now, right? I, I miss those little girls. I miss mm -hmm. the, I miss us going to the beach and we've had those memories, right? I often go back when I have like a really sad moment of, I just want to cuddle them. I just wish they were here with me. But then it, there's it, I reframe that sadness into pride, into look what they have become, what they're continuing to become and how strong they stand in their own power. And our, our oldest, she's a tiny little thing, right? Mm -hmm. and, and she's so strong in who she is and, and, and how she identifies as her self and that just makes me proud so you know it, it is sad and yet there's a, a there's a, a huge pride in that <laughs> it's tough it's tough I I also my, I also have girls the three of them are girls so it's kind of yeah it, you're always in that bittersweet of ah uh, they're grown-ups <laughs> you're making me emotional <laughs> what's going on anyways um I love it yes and I think that there's so much power 
to how, what you're modeling for them, what you've modeled for them over the years? You know, as women leaders, as, 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 as women executives, we're, there's a constant fine line that we're moving on. You know, if we look at men um, that are in executive positions, they, you know, they put their blinders on and they put their head down and that's what they're going for. Women, we give life. We, we, we're, we're in it. And, and, and there are, there are only a few women leaders that really, I'm going to call it, have it all. They Mm -hmm. have, they have the kids, they have the house, they have the business, they have the relationship that they truly want. And that's a lot of juggling. That's a Mm -hmm. lot of plates that we're spinning and I think if anyone can do it, it's us. It's the women. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love that. Okay. So let's come back to listening. <laughs> um, how do you become better at listening? And I, it might be a simple question, but I think it's very complex at the same time, right? It's, it's simple, but it's not easy, right? So how do we become better at listening? It's a great it's a great question. I did a whole TED talk. I was invited to speak at TEDx Frankfurt last October and I did a whole TED talk on listening because we hear, you know, oh you got to be a better listener and you got to do this active listening. Well, <laughs> that's awesome, but what does that really mean? Exactly. Exactly. So so I created uh the five star listening and what it truly means is you, first of all, you got to be present. If you're not present, if you're thinking about, oh, what's the next witty thing I can say? Oh, what would they be interested? What can I share with them? Well, then you're not present, then in your head and you're going in your own agenda and, and you're, and you're listening from your own bias, right? So shutting off the little, you know, munchkins that are living in our head and just be present and maybe even taking notes, and here are the, the, the five points to the star. So the mm-hmm. listening to the words, what, what words are people or is the person that you're listening to maybe even habitually using and then weaving that in when you talk to them from which um, I call it the word catalog. So from which value system are they coming from? From which, what, how are they storing outside events internally. So Mm -hmm. I call it the representational system. And when we really fine tune our listening, we can pay attention to that and and decipher it. Mm -hmm. That takes some practice. So the word level, then we have the um, the body language, the body language level, right? What are they what are they saying when they're not speaking? Because we all we cannot not communicate. We're all speaking, and sometimes I have to tell my face to shut up separately. We all know how that works. <laughs> exactly. So that's the body language level. Then the tonality level. The um, how are we saying it? It's not just what we're saying, but how are we saying it? And how can I match that? You know, I'm I'm a very high energy, out there kind of person. But when I'm talking to someone, I'm listening to them, and they're very you know, even keel, quiet, I, I, it would be beneficial to me if I want to build a relationship with them to tone it down. That's a tonality level, um, which includes volume and pitch and cadence and all of that. And then the mindset from which mindset is the other person um, communicating from? Are they coming from a abundance mindset, a scarcity mindset, a mindset of whatever, wherever they're in, right? Some, some people are communicating from a grief mindset. And when you truly listen 
And, and, and people often ask me, so does that mean energetically I'm listening to that too? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So be, but you got, and, and it's so necessary that you're present for that. So from which mindset are they listening? Are they communicating from? Cause they're going to give you all of those little nuances and data points, but in order to pick them up, you got to be present. And then the fifth one is the purpose level. For what purpose are they communicating? With what outcome are they communicating? And then on the flip side, without, with which outcome are you communicating? Is it just a win? Mm -hmm. That means, you know, if I'm communicating um, and I'm not bringing any value, I'm not being of service to the others. Well, that's, then I'm communicating for my own ego. And that is a one win. And that's kind of, that's where the sleaziness comes in again. Right. But then we also look at the win-win. Mm -hmm. Are you winning? Am I winning? Now it's a win-win. It's a double win. Well, that's awesome. But I really look at, are we creating a win-win-win communication? Are we listening from a win-win-win? And are we communicating in a win-win-win? And that means when we have as the outcome a win-win-win, mm -hmm. it is a win for you. It's a win for me. And it's a win for your family wins. Your company wins. Your community wins. I benefit from it. So it's a, it's this greater, we, you know, we often hear it, this greater ripple effect. And that is the purpose level of the win, win, win. So that's the five, the five points to that star. I love that. You know, it's so interesting. I feel like there's so many implications to what you just shared on so many different levels in business. Like I could see it very clearly in terms of messaging, which is what my expertise is and how to build a message that you're speaking to in every way, right? You're speaking to the right person through the words. I mean, because obviously we want them to listen to us too, right? So we're thinking about the words, we're thinking about the nonverbal, we're thinking about the minds and we're thinking all these different pieces. Also, we're listening to our audience as well in the same way. But then I would imagine that in a sales conversation, this is particularly Real or even sometimes not necessarily a sales conversation. It might be in a, a relationship building conversation or networking conversation. I feel like the implications or the um, positive consequences of this are massive, right? You know, Fabi, it, it's funny that you say that. Uh, well, it's interesting that you say that. And when I'm invited to do a keynote, mm -hmm. I, I often start with a question to the audience and I say, how many of you are in sales, right? And I, I raise my hand and I'm looking who else raises their hand. And then I say, that was actually a trick question. We're all in sales. Exactly. Yeah. I bet you yeah. are telling, you are selling the idea of to your children of cleaning up their room of yes. you know eating less candy and more broccoli or whatever it is we are we 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 are selling a, an opinion or an idea to a spouse to a partner to um a superior to mm -hmm. whatever it is that who you're communicating with we're all in sales exactly 100% we absolutely are in every single conversation probably that we have there's always an intention, right? Not necessarily in a manipulative way at all, obviously, but there's always an intention. So let me ask you, Brigida, how has listening better or becoming a better listener impacted your own business and your own life? Yeah. Well, first of all, becoming a better listener has helped me to not just keep my staff at a constant <laughs> <laughs> and not losing clients, but actually gaining clients through that. But it helped me with my children. 
it helped me with my husband. There was a time, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Fabi. <laughs> we've been now married for 21 years. It's That's hard, right? At 21 years, there's a breaking point where you're like, should I stay or should I go? Mm. Um, and it, that starts with me. So it has helped me not just in my business. It helped me to tell the stories to the people that come to me, that I mentor, that I coach, that are taking our certification programs to really make a point that they're like, oh, this is not just listening on a superficial level of the words that someone is saying. Cause you know, there's a difference between signal and noise. Cause often we yes. just we're trained, we're programmed to listen to the noise, but there's signal, there's data points, there's information that we're truly listening on these five levels mm -hmm. that I just described. So again, there's that ripple effect. It didn't just help me in my business, but again, I am modeling for others. I am I am showcasing for others what's possible. And I'm out of the day-to-day -day operation of that business. So we grew, just to give you some numbers, when we came to the United States, um, we grew the, we initially had three students mm -hmm. um, and we grew that to 75. And then I hired wow. a whole team and I said, I'm out of the day-to-day -day operations uh, that team has now grown the business to 125 students. We're going to 250. I'm out of the day-to-day -day operations. That's amazing. And that allowed me to start or build, buy a whole nother business because I found, um, and listening again to, you know, how people are wired. Mm -hmm. When I started working in education and building a school, I realized children are innocent by nature. It's mm -hmm. the adults around them that either shape them or screw them up if we want to or not, right? Including myself. So I started educating adults. And when I took myself out of the day-to-day -day operations, I was approached by someone from the self-development uh, world. And they said, I've been watching you the last few years and I want to offer you um, an opportunity of a lifetime to buy my business that was established since 1986. And I'm like, wow, I really wasn't looking at buying another order. I was not <laughs> I was a little burned out, to be honest. Um, but you know what, when the universe plays something in your lap, you look at it. And I did. Exactly. And I'm glad I did. I love that. Well, tell me about how, what your programs look like right now. What is it that you sell? How do you support people? How do you work with them? So I certify um, others in the methodology of neurolinguistic programming okay. that is mostly um, seven figure income earners that have their own business mm -hmm. or executive leaders or organizational trainers. So if there's like, you know, there's a large organization and they have uh, a corporate trainer that will then train everyone in the organization, that's who I certify and train. Um, and then I, I train coaches. Now, here's the thing over the pandemic, everyone and their uncle thought it was a great idea to become a coach. <laughs> I, am a, I am accredited through the International Coaching Federation. I sit on the board of ICF Georgia um, and I am a stickler uh, for vetting people when they say they're coaches and then making sure that they're certified through the right um, through the right agencies. 
I love that. That's amazing. Well, it sounds absolutely incredible. So usually I ask people uh, a similar question. It's I feel like it's been kind of obvious through our conversation. Usually I ask them, how do they prioritize personal development in their own life and business to build success? We've kind of covered this somehow in one way or another, but still, I, I do want to hear how does that look like on a day-to-day schedule for you? And why is it important? I mean, I know I feel it, it's feel like I'm preaching to the choir, but I still want to hear your opinion. <laughs> yes. And, and it's so important. So the, the priority looks like this, um, family, personal development and self-care and then business. Mm. And I get everything every day. So we, you know, I, I get what you're saying. While my daughter's still in school, um, I wake her up and we get to spend maybe just a few minutes in the morning, but that's something that I still cherish very much. On a day-to-day basis, I read, I listen, I continue to pour into myself. I go to uh, courses. I continue to go to courses because when I'm teaching um, that leaders are learners, and I am not modeling that. Yes, it would be it would be incongruent. It would be out of integrity, right? Just like I tell folks, when you're looking for a coach, ask that person that you're going to want to coach with. Do they have a coach? And mm-hmm. if they don't, run for the hills. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I model. I model integrity, and that means that I'm constantly checking in with myself. What am I doing that that I continue to pour into myself? I love that. I love that so much. Well, how can people find you online, Brigida? What, where do they look you up? All the things. <laughs> very, very simple. Once you know how to spell my name, it's very simple. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Brigida Hoefele, uh, you Google me. I'm the only one that comes up. There's only one Brigida Hoefele out there. Um, you can find me on brigidahoefele.com. You can find me even easier on centerofnlp.com. Those are the two websites that you can find me um, and everything else. I'm on all of the socials with Brigida Hufele and Center of NLP. Very simple. I love that. Well, I have really enjoyed this conversation with you today. Thank you so much for coming. And everybody, go check her out. She, as you guys can hear, is really amazing at what she does. Thank you so much, Brigida. Bobby, thanks for having me. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Break Your Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.